after Love on the Spectrum happened, I didn't expect this massive following and interviewing the, all these celebrities. I actually thought that celebrities would see me as this nobody from nowhere, to be honest. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Mr. A+. Today's guest is someone who you will associate with the color yellow, singing, dancing, and having a huge smile which is undeniably infectious. She was the first female member of the kids' entertainment juggernaut, The Wiggles. So, without further ado, let's give a warm welcome to Emma Watkins. Oh, hi, Michael. Thank you for that introduction. That was that was very big. Well, I'd like to give an, a warm introduction to, to all of my guests. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm at home recording and chatting with you from... Uh, a studio inside my house in a little box, which is why it looks like a spaceship. Um, but how are you? I'm doing all right, thanks. Still doing my best to to get on with life as per normal. So um, what's new on your end? Well, Michael, I'm very excited to tell you that I'm making a new children's show and it's called Emma Memma. And it's about dancing and sign language and singing. Funny that you should mention that because I'm actually about to get to that in one of my questions. Oh. Now, what children's entertainment or TV shows did you love as a kid? Oh, I loved so many shows growing up. I really loved Fireman Sam. Did you watch Fireman Sam? I don't think so. Really? Okay, let me think about another show. I love Miffy. No? Play School? Yes. <laughs> I love play school. Who doesn't? <laughs> What's your favourite children's show, Michael? My top favourite is Thomas the Tank Engine. Such a good show. Such a good show. Yeah, especially the first four seasons. They were golden. And hasn't it been a show that has run for so many years with so many different yes. series? Yep, until it ended last year. I'm so sorry. But... You can watch repeats, right? Especially if you have DVD copies. True. Very true. I'm also a huge fan of SpongeBob SquarePants. Love SpongeBob. I used to love Rugrats as well. And there's a couple of other shows that I did love seeing as a kid, but I'm also, at the same time, kind of embarrassed to admit it. Tell me. That's exciting. Why not? (laughs) These two were were actually developed in Canada. They were called The Savems, I believe. Yes. And Atomic Betty. Love. And how about Soup Opera? Did you ever watch that? It's from Canada. No, I think they're bringing it back where it's lots of different pieces of fruit cut up and they make a picture a little bit like Art Attack. Never heard of that. Really? Michael, you have a lot of shows to watch. I see. (laughs) I'm actually a bit of a closet fan of Play School. Love Play School. Haven't you been on Play School, Michael? I was, yeah. I think you were a couple of times. Maybe, Michael, next time you and I should go on together. That would be lovely. <laughs> and anyway, um, right now we have to talk about the Wiggles. The Wiggles have been such an, a huge part of so many people's lives. Did you ever watch them as a kid? Yes, Michael. I used to watch the Wiggles when I was growing up because the Wiggles are a very similar age... 
to me. So not that the original Wiggles are the same age, but the group itself is the same age as me. And I used to watch the Wiggles at shopping centres, at community halls, and I remember going to see them in concert in Sydney. I think I remember my, my parents taking to me and my siblings to one of those concerts at the Win Wynn Entertainment Centre in Wollongong <gasps> many years ago. Yeah, and we used to perform there quite a bit down in Wollongong. It's lovely there because oh. it's near the water. Yeah. Yeah. So who, who was your favourite out of the Wiggles? <gasps> original Wiggles or, or the next generation? Probably the original. The original. I really have to say I love Greg. And what was it about him that you loved? I feel like his voice is so relaxing. And when you hear him sing those original songs, it brings back lots of memories. And so when I joined the group, Michael, Greg wasn't there. There was Sam. And then Greg came back. And as soon as Greg started singing, it felt like I was five years old again, listening to him singing fruit salad, hot potato, big red car. And so for me, it felt nostalgic. Who's your favourite? Jeff. Love Jeff. <laughs> I'll explain why. It's because that I particularly love to that song, Wake Up, Jeff, because it kind of reminds me of my dad when he's, when he's asleep. <laughs> Did you use that for your dad? Did you have to wake up your dad with the song? No. <laughs> Maybe you should try it. I'm not a singer. <laughs> that doesn't matter, Michael. It's all about dancing. And you can just you can just dance around him to wake him up and play loud music. If I do that kind of dancing, I make a fool out of myself. The only dancing that, I'm, am, that I can do well at is ballroom dancing. Excellent. I think you and I should do some ballroom dancing on play school. How about that? That would be amazing. I'd <laughs> love to do it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Although it's kind of unorthodox for me to dance with a married woman, but all right. It's a dance partner. When you're dancing, Michael, you can dance on your own or with a partner or with a group of people. And it's really about sharing the experience together. I suppose it is. We'll get back to that in just a moment. How did you end up joining the Wiggles? Because it must have been a dream come true. You know what, Michael? When I joined, I was actually playing a ballet dancing fairy that was in a pink costume. And so I never thought that I would be a Wiggle. But after a few months being in some of the shows and in some of the filming, I was asked to be the new yellow wiggle at the time and so that was a big shock it was a big surprise because no female or no girl had ever been a proper wiggle before and so it was a very um overwhelming time but pretty much the most exciting part of my life i was when i first found out i was actually quite some quite surprised but impressed <laughs> that's nice <laughs> i was surprised myself why is that i guess i never thought that it would be a reality. I, in my head, it had historically been uh, an all-boys group. And so when I joined, it was really new and really different. And so for mm. me, I remember being very nervous. Wow. And speaking of that, um, what was the most enjoyable thing that you experienced as part of the Wiggles? Probably the most enjoyable part is meeting families, whether that's before the shows, sometimes we have meet and greets, or going to visit children at preschools or hospitals because they get to sing with you right there in the room. Not that that doesn't happen in the big shows, but when you're in a classroom or a hospital, it's a lot closer and you're able to 
talk and connect with children and ask them what their favourite song is and hopefully sing that favourite song. Mmm, that's really, really amazing. Because at least, at least it gives people something to feel happy about instead of feeling depressed. Well, that's right, Michael. And when you go and visit hospitals especially, sometimes it can be a very sad occasion. But usually they have their family there. So there might be other brothers or sisters, cousins, aunties, uncles, and they usually sing along, which is fantastic. That must be quite rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. I bet that it must have been a lot of hard work as well, all that performing and touring. Yeah, you know what? The travelling is the most tiring part. Getting on different planes and driving to different cities, that takes a lot of time. And we used to drive after every show. So every day we were in a different city and that can be very exhausting. Did you find that part that part of it difficult? Not difficult, but the travelling does take a long time. So normally I would either bring a book to read or I would bring my university work and I'd be in the backseat of the car typing away and trying to finish my essays. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have a question about that, about university. I'll get to that in just a second. But firstly, I have to ask, last year in 2021, you departed from, from the Wiggles. If you don't mind me asking, how come? Well, Michael, I had felt that I had given everything that I needed to. And during that time, we weren't touring as much. So it gave me a moment to reflect and think about what else I could bring to children in the world. And really, for the last 10 years, at the same time that I've been wiggling, I've been at university studying sign language and dance and film. And so at that time, I thought, I think I need to focus on finishing my degree. And my supervisor, my teacher at the time said to me, I think you need to finish your research. <laughs> and so I decided to make a change and make a leap into a completely new chapter, which I'm doing now. Now that's the question I'm about to get to. I hear that you're doing a PhD. I am. What is your subject? My subject is creative integrations of dance, sign language and film. So really, it's about how can we use those elements together to make something fun and entertaining and effective. That reminds me, um, why is it important to you to get a PhD? I think it's important to learn new things and discover new things. I've been really interested in dance and sign language ever since I was little, but really this PhD has helped me focus on a very specific subject. And through some of the research, I've met some amazing people who use sign language, not just here in Australia, but overseas, and people that learn music through sign language or dance. So I'm hoping to create more opportunities for people that might be in Australia or overseas that use sign language and have them share their stories through media. That would be very beneficial for those who are deaf. That's right. But I do have to say, you could do your, your job without it. So why is it, why is it something that you're, that you're driven to do? That's a, good, that's a good question, Michael. I feel very passionate about giving children access to language, whether that's spoken language or it's being sung in a beautiful melody or it's a, 
uh, a silent dance story or even through sign language. And it feels like there's not enough sign language or visual communication for children here in Australia. Why is that? Exactly. I'm not sure. (laughs) And I think we have a lot more to research in this area, Michael, because for some reason we don't teach sign language in schools in Australia across the nation. So some schools have a little bit of sign language, but wouldn't it be fantastic if we all learned sign language? Yeah, I think it would be. It would be special, especially um, beneficial for those who are either deaf or only have hearing in one ear. Yeah, that's exactly right. And interestingly, a lot of people lose their hearing over time. As they get older, they might lose their eyesight or their hearing. And so if everyone had the skills to know how to communicate with each other visually, that might help them later in life. If they don't need it now, that's okay. But if they're communicating and integrating with other people in the community that do use sign language, that would also be beneficial. I I think it would be. Although I do have to admit that I've never really had much thought about... um, about sign language at all. That's okay. And I guess that's natural. We kind of grow up in this world where we are joined into a community that is already using a type of language, whether that be English or French or Japanese. So this is just another language. Because the things that I'm more passionate about are railways, animals, um, acting, astrology and nature. That's beautiful. And you know what, Michael? In nature and on railways, there has been a lot of use of sign language to communicate with people over long distances. Or when there's a really noisy train, you can see some of the people using sign language to communicate with each other on opposite ends of the platform because they can't hear each other. Yeah, that's very helpful. Yeah. I do have to ask you... um. Have you always loved dancing? I have always loved dancing, Michael. And my parents didn't know anything about dance. And I asked my mum to take me to dance class. So I think I was a little bit bossy straight away at the age of about four. So I did find out that my grandfather used to dance quite a bit, ballroom dancing, have you believed? But I never learnt any dancing from my parents Um, But I have been dancing ever since. That's good. You have to pursue what, what you're passionate about. Exactly. Just curious, do you ever crack out any Wiggles moves when you're dancing at a wedding or at a nightclub? It's, It's a very good question. I probably do, because at a wedding... Moves and dance moves are generally something that everyone can join in. So everybody can do the twist, right? The twist? Yeah, like a twist. I'm sure you know how to do the twist, Michael. I've never done any nightclub dancing. <laughs> Neither have I. It ha- because when I try it, it has no rhythm. And <laughs> That's I'd m- okay. I probably make, make a fool out of myself. That's all right. You have to laugh at yourself sometimes. Yeah, but I do sometimes get embarrassed quite a bit. That's okay too. It's good to know that that feeling might come around, but dancing is a great way to break down those barriers and to be a bit silly. 
Yeah. The reason why um, ballroom dancing has always um, drawn my attention because it's traditional and because it's a very intimate dance, especially if you're dancing with a woman. It has a lot of structure. Absolutely. Love that kind of dancing, especially the waltz and the tango. Do you practice every week, Michael? Unfortunately not, because four years ago I was told by someone that no one my age does it anymore, so I gave up. No, that's not true. Ballroom dancing is one of the most amazing areas of dance because you can do it at any age. Don't give up. Go back. I've actually been putting some consideration into it. You should. What do you enjoy about entertaining children? I think when you're entertaining children, it's probably the most fun crowd because they're ready to party at any hour of the day and they're loud and they dance along and they sing along and they're not worried about other people. They're just there to have fun. Yeah, I know. But teenagers are a little bit different. Teenagers are a little bit different, but... We've met some amazing teenagers that have come to watch the shows over the years because they love the Wiggles and they love the music. And so, really, concerts can be for anybody. Of course. In fact, I have to say, you kind of remind me of two people. Tell me, who? You kind of remind me of a young Justine Clark. I love Justine. She's lovely. I know. I'm going to tell Justine after this. I'm going to text her. Sounds good. And plus, we're actually, I'm also friends with her too. Oh, can you text her as well? Tell her that you think that I'm like a younger version of Justine. And I'll text her. And we'll text her at okay, the same cool. time. I, sure. I saw, Michael, that you recently spoke to Claudia Carvin. I did, yes. She's amazing. Yep, she is. In a photo that I posted, we hugged each other. It was like getting a, another hug from my mother. Your mother's beautiful. Your mother is Vanessa, right? Yeah. How did you yeah. know that? Because I watched you on the show. Oh, Love and the Spectrum. Yes. <laughs> a show that everybody seems to love. <laughs> it's a good thing, Michael. I know. <laughs> Even though I've been trying to branch away from it because I'm focusing on acting pursuits, but I've actually come to accept that it's a part of my life. It's an important one. It is important, and it's the way and that people connect be. with you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Have you done any auditions? I've only done self-audition tapes, but not much recently. It'll come in time, and the great thing about acting, a little bit like ballroom dancing, is that you can do acting at any age. So you might have your peak in your career when you're 60. Maybe earlier. You don't know. Fingers crossed. I'm also in the process of finding myself as well. In fact, ever since April, I've been listening to a song every day called Find Yourself by Brad Paisley. Cool. I need to go and listen to it. It was played during the credits of Cars. It's a Pixar film. I love that movie, Michael. I loved it too when I was um, 12 years old. Did you like Toy Story? Yes, of course. Who doesn't? <laughs> exactly. Disney are the, are the best companies for animation. It just surprises me how inventive and creative they continue to be. It doesn't stop yeah. every time something comes out. It's worth watching. I know. And I also have to say, you created your own character, Emma Memma, right? 
That's exactly right, Michael. What was the inspiration behind her? Well, a little bit of the inspiration had come from my PhD research, trying to find an appropriate way to develop and share content that has dance and sign language together. And so I guess this feels like a passion project for me. So you mean to tell me that the Wiggles had nothing to do with it? Oh, no, of course they did. I feel ha, like... I knew it! <laughs> I have I have learned so much in the last 10 years, and I guess that chapter of the Wiggles has ended, but this is a new chapter that is exploring other things. And also, it feels like a circle, because I grew up learning sign language and dancing before I joined the Wiggles, and then I did the Wiggles, and it was like the greatest internship of life. And I learned how to tour with people and dance on stage and sing. And then now I feel like I am ready to bring to an audience an entirely new character. Which leads me to another question. What do you hope she can do for her audience? I hope that she can give families the skills to use visual communication at home. So lots of families are made up of different constructs and also generally 95% of deaf children are born to hearing parents and so if those hearing parents don't have any skills to learn sign language they may not be able to communicate as best as they could with their children especially if they're busy can you imagine being a parent and then having to learn another language at the same time it's a lot That's why I'm so passionate about having sign language in school because if we already had those skills before we became parents, we might be able to be a little bit further along than we are now. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Do you plan on becoming a mother? Well, I hope so. I don't know when and I feel a bit busy at the moment. (laughs) But maybe in the future. Nice. Although... I have, haven't really had very keen thoughts on being a parent myself. That's okay, Michael. You're still young. We're all still I'm young. Twenty-eight. Yeah, that's young. <laughs> a lot of guys that I went, people that I went to school with for my year, a lot of them have already rushed into both marriage and parenthood. Yeah, that's they are true. Taking the time to enjoy their lives. That's true. And look at you now, Michael. You've got your own podcast, you're auditioning for shows, and you've changed your career and you're focusing on screen acting. Yes, I am. And hence why I don't work full time anymore. After Love on the Spectrum happened, I didn't expect this this massive following. That how exciting that you're here now. Yeah. And interviewing all these celebrities. It's amazing. People adore you, Michael. I actually thought that celebrities would see me as this nobody from nowhere, to be honest. Michael, at the end of the day, people are people. And people enjoy a good chat. So whether they're known or not, it really doesn't matter. And even though when I interview people, I interview celebrities, I keep my composure very well. But also because at the same time, I'm also trying to prove something to them. What are you trying to prove? That despite being a fan of their work, does not see them as this perfect immortal god. (laughs) That's a good point. 
since you've mentioned that you that you have seen Love on the Spectrum and that you seem to love that show, what is it about that show that you love? I think I love the everyday feel of the show and that we were able as an audience to see different people through their daily lives and what you know what's your routine what you would go through what are the barriers how do you connect with people and in your family as well I remember you getting dressed up um, in a suit and I also remember a scene of you in the kitchen with your parents that was pretty funny I see (laughs) but it's not because I'm trying to be funny no that you're just being yourself yeah exactly that date that was filmed at that formal restaurant, remember? Yeah. The one that ended before it started? Yeah. I blamed myself. But you don't need to. It's all about figuring yourself out and figuring out how to connect with other people because yeah. everyone's different and you can't please everyone. But the thing is, the, the reason why I blamed myself is because if a woman's not having a great time, usually it's the man's fault. No. You can't blame yourself. You don't know what they've done. They might have had a bad day. Because the thing is, when I'm spending time with someone, or regardless of the gender, I often ask them if they're enjoying themselves. And that's a nice question to ask anyway. It's like a little check. Yes, especially if I'm on a date with a woman. Because if she's not enjoying herself, it makes me it makes me feel like hell. That's okay. Remember, it's all about learning. And like I said, Michael, you're young. You're still young. Yeah. And I'm also sensitive to the feelings of others. And that's actually a lovely quality to have. And that also reminds me, my you know that I have a brother, right? Yes. He got married ten days ago. Really? That's yes. exciting. It was, for the most part. Was there a big party? There certainly was. <laughs> and the music was unbearable. Oh. Did you do any dancing? Nope. Why? Because I cannot handle loud music. Oh, okay. I absolutely hate it. And I was the best man as well. That's a big responsibility. Did you have to bring the uh, rings? Yes. <laughs> what else did you do? Give a speech. Oh, how was the speech? Apparently, my speech was the best one. Woohoo! Did, did somebody video it? Will you have a recording of it? I think it? so. Yes. I, I think so. Possibly going to potentially... Post it. You should. We're all waiting for the speech. In fact, I made up a little joke off, off script. I mentioned that my brother um often jumped off tables in his childhood thinking he was Buzz Lightyear. And do you know what I said then? I said, you wish. If you were Buzz Lightyear, I'd be Emperor Zerg and I would have killed you long ago. <laughs> did everyone laugh? Yep, they certainly did. <laughs> See, that's great. And again, another Toy Story reference. Obviously. Obviously. When I sound like I'm making jokes, I prefer to use a straight face. I think that's a good way to play it. That's deadpan comedy. Deadpan. I often imagine Captain Holt. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, so serious. And plus I love the way he speaks as well. It's great. What a great voice. Are you going to give us a rendition of the voice? Can you give us an impersonation? Okay. <clears throat> yes. Say goodbye to the outside world. You're in a safe house now, so I need your phone. Yes! Why? Internet, cellular signals, they're too easy to trace. That's great, Michael. <laughs> Maybe you could do your own show where you can do a, a, a remix of all of his scenes. 
Maybe. <laughs> but I am particularly intrigued by the idea of us doing that that dance on play school. Yeah. Let's let's do a ballroom dance. What's your favourite type of ballroom dance? The waltz, obviously. I'm open to other types of ballroom dancing as well. What about a jive? What's the jive? It's quite fast. It's a lot of, like, kicking your legs out. But don't worry, I don't know it that well either, but maybe we can learn it together. But the question is, how is that going to be made into a reality? We'll just put it out there into the universe and we will try and work out the next time that we can see each other face to face, we'll have a rehearsal. We can have some dance lessons. That would be a lot. That would be amazing because I would love to have dance, dance, dance lessons again because my skills are kind of rusty. Michael, when you were learning ballroom dancing, was it in Wollongong? Yep, it was. Perfect. You need to go back. Go back, get yeah. your mojo back, get started, <clears throat> start practicing the waltz and let me know. Okay. And remember I said earlier that you that you remind me of a young Justine Clark? Yes. She's actually my, my favourite presenter on Play School. She's beautiful. And what a calm, relaxing way that she talks and connects with children. Yeah. And look, she's just a fan favourite. I'm so grateful yeah. to have even spoken to her before. She's just beautiful. And she's also one of my favourite singers. She's a great singer. Who are your favourites? Ah, oh, that's a good question. Most of the music that I listened to growing up, Michael, was instrumental. It didn't have any voices because I was mostly doing Irish dancing or ballet. And so I think music for me is always primarily instrumental, but I'm not sure why. Maybe I just grew up not really listening to any singers. I do mm. like the Spice Girls. Doesn't that have Emma Bunton? Yes! There's a song of hers I've been listening to for, for four months now. The song is called What Took You So Long. Okay. She's great. But I have to admit, my other favourite singer is uh, Natalie Bassingthwaite, Samantha oh, Jade. Oh, beautiful. And Kylie Minogue. Yes! Look, if I had to say my favourite singers, those three would be my favourite. Natalie Bassingthwaite is a gem. She's gorgeous, and I met her for the first time this year. She's awesome. Samantha Jade is one of the nicest people on this planet. One of the best voices in Australia. Mm. And Kylie Minogue, obviously an absolute yeah. legend. In fact, I actually attended a concert of Kylie's um, about a few years ago. Was it great? Yes, it was. <laughs> How many costume changes did she have? I wasn't focused on the costume <laughs> changes because I was more focused on the performance. Do you know the song Step Back in Time, Michael? I think so. It's a Kylie Minogue classic. It's not one of the most popular ones, but I remember when I was little at dance school, we, we had a, a girl that danced to that song and then I ended up just falling in love with that song, mainly because I Ooh. wanted to do that dance, but it's a great song. You'll have to look it up. Cool. Step Back in Time. Nice. I believe we're on to our Ask Mr. A Plus segment. Okay. That's where you get to ask me some questions, whatever whatever you wish to ask me. Okay, Michael, do you like animals? Yes, of course, I love them. <laughs> What's your favourite animal? My top favourites are lions and tigers. Oh, aren't they brilliant? Have you seen the recent lion cubs at Taronga Zoo? No. You need to go. They've got a big lion enclosure 
and it's amazing. All glass, so you can see the baby lions playing with each other. You mean cubs? Yeah, they're so cute. You need to go, Michael. I would love to. <laughs> okay, other questions for Michael. Okay, what would be your dream acting role now that you're becoming an actor? That's a bit of a tough one. Maybe something, um, it, uh, maybe as a deadpan character or some something like the skipper off Gilligan's Island. Brilliant. Great answer. Even if it was a stage production. Yeah. Would you try stage or are you just wanting to do yeah. screen? Um, I'm open to theatre. It's a very different experience. As long as it'll um, benefit me in the long term. I think it would. I think any kind of opportunity to use your skills as an actor is a good thing. Yeah. I should ask you, Michael, because I do love colours. What is your favourite colour? Blue and green. Oh, the colours of the ocean, the forest, trees. Yep. Beautiful. Would you like another question? Yes, I have all all day. (laughs) Me too. What is your favourite song of all time? That is a very tough question, to be honest. Top five. By Shadow and Me by Justin Clarke. Um, Love at First Sight by Colleen Minogue. Yes. What What You've Done to Me by Samantha Jade. Yes. Um, Find Yourself by Brad Paisley. Um, World Go Round from the Rogue Traders. Nice. You've actually managed to connect all of the people that you've spoken about this last hour. Good one. Yeah. Do you happen to have any further questions? Okay. One last question. If you weren't becoming an actor, if you weren't doing screen acting, what would be your dream job? Anything related to animals or railways? Yes. What about an animal train? Like a, like a, a petting zoo on a train that you managed? That seems a little bit unorthodox. <laughs> but you could you go to stops and then open the doors and all the animals go out and then you pick up other ones and keep going. Yep, of course. That would be a great, <laughs> great career. But the thing is, I wouldn't be, be able to do it alone. No, I'll help you. <laughs> Well, Emma, thank you so much for for taking time out of your schedule to come on this podcast. I really appreciate it. No, thank you for having me, Michael. And it's my pleasure. Anytime you want to chat, you just let me know. Thank you. We will see each other for dance rehearsals. Yes, I would love that. It would be great. I would be proud to to call you a new friend. Yeah. I'm very proud to have you as a new friend and thank you for writing to me in the first place. I appreciate it. That's all right.